Coming up, hope you're wearing matching velour tracksuits. Girl power never got this fierce. This week, it's the Cheetah Girls, and this is Most Extreme Podcast. to the Mostly Street Podcast, the show where we discuss and analyze the enigma that is 2000's cheetalicious culture. My name is Alejandro Joaquin. <laughs> Focus, we're recording, Jared. <laughs> Say your name. Oh, I'm Brett High. <laughs> Brett Ellison, and... Uh, I'm Jared Whitworth. And... Well, we got through that. Yeah, we got through <laughs> it. Thanks for listening. Um, and so what's today... today <laughs> what's today's episode about, Brett? Uh, it's the Cheetah Girls, baby. It's a big one. We're finally hitting it. I'm excited. <laughs> finally getting there and uh since we probably didn't have as much of a wealth of knowledge of it we did bring in a special we guest. did bring in a special yes. guest um, expert expert on the <laughs> alleged <laughs> expert on the cheetah girls uh, very excited when we pitched the topic to her but also i will say probably our uh, most devoted listener uh mrs emily robinson welcome all right welcome Hey, I'm very glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming. I forgot that I would have to say something. No, yeah, yes, you're no, good. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I have to talk? <laughs> it's yeah. a, we're doing an interpretive dance well. this week, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, the Cheetah Girls have good dance moves. So that's, true. that's true. Their dancing is pretty great. Um, yeah, uh, thanks for coming on. We're very excited to talk to Cheetah Girls. Um, I can speak personally. I don't know if I'm speaking for the two of you guys, but mm. I can definitely say I have no history with the Cheetah Girls whatsoever. Oh my gosh, what? So, <laughs> and she's walking out the door. <laughs> You've been deprived. Um, um, so, yeah, let's get into it. So, personal history, Cheetah Girls, where did it all start? Uh, yeah, let's get into it. Um, so, Cheetah Girls came out in 2003, so I don't know if I would have watched it, like, when it was released on Disney Channel. Okay. Mm. But I am sure I watched it one of the nights that it was released, and okay. my dad used to record them for us on VHS tape, so mm. we could go back Whoa, and watch wow. them later. So we definitely had it on a VHS tape and would rewatch it so that we could fast okay. forward those Disney commercials, of course. Um, so have seen the Cheetah Girls many a times, and then just watched it the other day to refresh my memory of how fantastic it was. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, is your dad a Cheetah Girls fan? Or just, <laughs> oh, no. No, no. He was just willing to record things on VHS. Aww, that's he, so nice. He's a fan of the Lizzie McGuire movie, though, right? Oh, he does really? like the Lizzie McGuire wow. movie. Yeah. Yep. Um, if we're, like, singing in the car around him, he'll turn and say, like, sing to me, Paolo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> a little hurtful, I think, in context of the movie. Um, oh, and right, he yeah. is, right. as one of y'all, y'all just did the episode about Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, he and I did rewatch all three seasons of Sweet Life of Zack and really? Cody wow. one winter break that I was home from college. Wow. So, That's amazing. That's back so when before, it was on Netflix. Right, not on Disney+. Plus. Wow. <laughs> right. Okay. So, yeah, devoted fans in the family. That's awesome. <laughs> so, do you, do you, when we watched the first movie, were you immediately hooked on it, or was it something that, like... Took you some time? Or? Oh, as a kid, loved it. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
we, for some reason, I thought the outfits were awesome. And mm-hmm. then rewatching it as an adult, you're like, these are concerning. <laughs> and are a lot. The one thing yeah. I will say that holds up, though, those velour sweatsuits at the end are still awesome. Yes. yes. I have some notes about the velour. We'll talk about it. All four of us could have a color. We could reenact it right now. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you want to look in the, the closet. closet. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Don't, don't step the... on the prize at the end now. No. <laughs> <laughs> the tracks. Yeah. Right? We don't have that money. Um, so what do we have all these sponsors for? Uh, <laughs> to buy velour matching suits. Come on, catalogs. It was very Far-wise early two thousands though. The it was, yeah, the fashions for sure. Um, so, when was the last time did you did you watch it? Like before today, or I guess while you're watching this, what was the last time you watched the Cheetah Girls? Oh gosh, like probably in middle school. Okay, so it'd been some time. Maybe. Oh no, that's a lie. My. So we made in college, and I rewatched all three of them in a weekend once. So okay. in college. That sounds like something I probably did in college. Not the Cheetah Girls, but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> other trilogies of movies. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Do you, none of you have any background or no? I, I, I don't remember maybe intentionally sitting down and watching it, but mm-hmm. in the time of like, I mean, that was during time if you're just going to be a kid and you're like watching mm-hmm. the Disney Channel, I'm right. sure like caught bits and pieces mm-hmm. of it. Kind of in various times and stages that it was on. When they would play the Cheetah Girls music videos during commercials. Commercials, right. they the Cheetah Girls music videos yeah. for sure. Um, and, you know, it was fine. I mean, <laughs> like a 12-year-old, 12-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like, I watched, again, like just clips of it to, to prep for this. And then mm-hmm. one of the music videos. And I was just hit with this, like. I don't want to overuse, like, sensory memories. Yeah, we uh, use that a lot on the but show. I was but just, I was just like... I, how do I remember like the words of this chorus? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh right, yeah. Like, I'm just remembering so many things. That's happened a few times. Just with, like, flashing back. Did you watch That's So Raven growing up? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Were you big on that show? Um, not as much. Okay. I think our parents were. Our mom was kind of like, "It's weird she can see the future." Hmm. We weren't people who weren't allowed to watch Harry Potter, but I think she thought that was a little weird. Okay. <laughs> right. Also, we had a limit on TV, and okay, so That's so yeah. didn't always make the cut. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, 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 I we've talked about that, Sir Raven, and I, I definitely remember that and the Cheetah Girls kind of coming on the same time, which is like, oh, man, Raven's right. everywhere. So the See, face of Disney yeah. for a while. I would have thought that originally, just trying to like remember before I looked stuff up, I thought that the Cheetah Girls would have been the like culmination of like Raymond, Raven's been on Disney Channel and she's mm-hmm. like, you know, famous. And then that's sort of the like you give her a movie and then you give her. Right. Which know, happens with a lot of Disney Channel people like a, to get album. into a decom. Yeah. This is our first decom. Which is short term for a Disney Channel original movie. They oh, know wow. that. The listeners <laughs> have to know that. Yeah. People driving. What? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, well, then not to jump com. ahead, but then Raven wasn't in the third movie. <sighs> That's right. Yeah. We'll get Vandalous. into that. We'll get okay. into the. We'll get into the. Did you have any background with the Cheetah um, Girls at all? So uh, similar experience to Jared's. Like I watched the first one, and I'm like, okay, I probably saw parts of it when okay. I was a kid. Yeah. But then when I saw the second one, it was like repressed memories just hmm. came out of watching that repressed. movie huh. and i was like wait why do i know all of this why do i remember that character mm-hmm. it was just i did not like if if i try to remember it i probably wouldn't have but then right. i watched the movie and i remembered everything yeah. and even i even watched the third one you uh, watched all three of them i watched all three of wow. as a kid. Wow. just like like as they came on you know oh not uh, in preparation for this no not i mean this no. morning i mean for this <laughs> i just watched the first one and the okay. and parts of the second that's one. yeah what but I, I basically did. remembered all of the second one from just watching the little pieces wow. of it oh okay i don't think yeah. i ever saw the second or third one. Oh well <laughs> the second one 
is arguably better. That's yes. what I've heard. I've heard, and uh, this is from a comment on on the trailer. Easily, the Empire Strikes Back of this trilogy. <laughs> I can't disagree with the Harmon White. <laughs> um, yeah, the second one is, I think, superior in that the quality is better. You yeah. you notice a big difference in quality mm-hmm. when you watch them both on Disney mm-hmm. Plus. Kenny Ortega directed yes. it. Yeah, He's and it was an after After High School Musical. Yeah, came out. Wait, really? No, it was before. Or was it? Was Cheetah High School Girls Two came out in two thousand six? And Cheetah Girls 2 walked. So high school. (laughs) You beat me to my own joke. Dang it. I told Jared this this afternoon. I was like, I'm going to say that. Still was part of that, like, musical, like, almost, I don't know what to to say it, like, renaissance or just. Yeah, true. And the last scene of Cheetah Girls 2, because I just watched it last night alone (laughs) um, with my dog. Um, Did Drew not want to watch the second one after? He was with you doing (laughs) playing Risk. Um, Playing Power Grid. Oh, Power Grid, right. So the end of Cheetah Girls 2, when they're all doing this dance scene, this collective dance scene together, I was just like, this has to be directed by Kenny Ortega because it screams Mm. we're all in this together by Mm. High School Musical, which should be its own podcast topic. And if you need me, I can. I've been wanting to talk about that for a year. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I watched all three of those also. (laughs) I'm on IMDb right now. High School Musical 1 came out in January 20th, 2006. Oh. The Cheetah Girls 2, Revenge of the Fallen, came out <laughs> in on August 25th, 2006. So High School Musical oh. predates by only a few nuns. <gasps> Oof. Cheetah Girls 2. I definitely hmm. thought High School Musical was later. Yeah. I think so, too. I think that's... It seems like the Cheetah Girls is very much the very early yeah. era of the 2000s Disney Channel, and then, like, the middle part of it feels like High School Musical and into, yeah. like, the 2010s. True. But definitely, the second one was such an improvement, like, just production-wise, because the first one, I think we had some notes on it, but it just mm-hmm. has terrible audio design, the first movie. Yeah. Like, the d- overdubbing. A lot of time, it's, like, the either, yeah. like, the sound, or, like, the ambient sound or something is so loud I can't hear uh, what they're saying. And there's a lot of heavy dialogue <laughs> yeah. um, going on where they're trying to, like, over-explain things where I'm like, I can't understand what they're <laughs> saying, so. Yeah. And, um... Just the video quality yeah. is noticeably right. not great. Right, yeah. In it, comparison. Exactly. Definitely yeah. feels more like they shot it on, like, a camcorder. A lot yeah. of the music videos... Made by iPhone. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd be cool. Um, did you guys know this, which I did not know until we're doing research for this, that the Cheetah Girls are based off of a book series? No, I didn't know until didn't rewatching know this weekend. Nope. And I can't believe it, because I read all the time growing up. I cannot believe I never read it. Yeah, that's Girls, crazy. And I mean, it's I in the first it. minute of the first movie. It's based yes. on the book series. Yeah. yeah you just never pay the, attention to it. Right, that. the novel pushed by Sapphire. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy that I didn't... Yeah, so, okay. So the, so the Cheetah Girls are based off a of best, best-selling <laughs> book series. Jeez. Take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> By Deborah Gregory, which um, and the movie filmed from October to November two thousand two, releasing in two thousand three. Um, so there's several of these books. It's very much young adult fiction, sort of like maybe thirty forty pages. But when you're young, you're like, I can't read all these. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's interesting because um, I have a little bit of the book <laughs> just to bring the beginning because the first book starts with the Cheetah Girls Creed. Or credo, as we say. <laughs> wow. 
So I have it here. If everyone can just put their hand on the right hand. On the right. <laughs> okay, I'll just read Should a little bit of these. Like a paw claw yeah. situation. That's right. I don't have any cheetah print on me. Everyone hold a candle with a hood over you, and we'll play like Lord of the Rings music a as I read hood. these. In your magic velours. Let's do Ahem. To earn my spots and rightful place in the world, I solemnly swear to honor and uphold the Cheetah Girl's oath. Number one, the Cheetah Girls don't litter, they glitter. I, I will help my family, friends, and other Cheetah Girls whenever they need love, support, or a really big hug. Mm. All Cheetah Girls are created equal, but we are not alike. We come in different shapes, si sizes, and colors, and hail from different cultures. I will not judge others by the color of their spots, but by their character. A true cheetah girl does not spend more time doing her hair than her homework. Hair extensions may be career extensions, but talent and skills will pay my bills. <laughs> Why are you laughing? This is serious. I, it is very serious. Okay, okay, well, there's a bunch that go into it. There's no, one no, about, no, keep like... Going. There's 20 of these. <laughs> yeah, we have Let's just... <laughs> read the entire book right now. Okay. <laughs> An audio book now. Welcome to Audible. <laughs> Um, the sad thing is, as soon as you said the words Cheetah Girls Creed, I was like, oh no, I think I might have read that. <laughs> so, oh, really? Sounds I have no memory of, of it. She just starts okay. saying it <laughs> by memory. Just like, <laughs> just like <laughs> eyes gloss over. Emily is like, glowing. <laughs> <laughs> to become the Cheetah Girl that starts I can floating be, up, uh, I must sure. promise to follow anyone, uh, I follow, not to follow anyone else's <laughs> dreams, but my own, no matter which, which I quiver, shake, Shiver or quake? What? What? Am I reading that wrong? Quiver, shake, shiver, and quake. What? No much. How much? No matter how much I Cheater. quiver, shake, yes. shiver, and quake. Cheetah girls Whoa. were born for adventure. I promise to learn a language other than my own and travel around the world to meet my fellow cheetah girls. So there, you have to learn. You have to be bilingual to be a cheetah girl. That's right. I guess. Which I guess kind of goes That's into. Good. They're the, all pretty. The, yeah, they yeah. all have a lot of different. I mean, the thing I like the most about this series is how diverse and you know, uh, with yeah. you know, ethical, ethically, and diverse and just like cultural. It's just super cool to yeah. see like all their different backgrounds. Um, which I guess goes more into like the second and third movie as they travel to like Barcelona. Is Barcelona the second one? Yeah, Barcelona. Yeah. Barcelona. Barcelona. <laughs> the pickpocketing capital of the world, by the way, everybody. Oh, Fun wow. fact. Yeah. Oh, wow. We're for tourists. Not, so <laughs> don't, so just be on alert. Don't be a tourist. And don't be Aqua a tourist. is from Texas. So also, it's not just New York City. She's right. got hot Texas. sauce in her bag. Yeah. yeah Houston. Yeehaw. Um, <laughs> Well, that's a different no, place. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, and but to your point, like different places and then, yeah. place, Texas. Um, like different socioeconomic statuses. Yeah. And I think, especially for that time, it's like that was not really seen this much on yeah. Disney Channel. Um, yeah. And so that's really cool. And I think even only like vicariously seeing this mm -hmm. just through pop culture, like that still has an effect, I think, on kids, especially when they're growing up in this era. I mean, it's interesting because the Cheetah Girls were like the first musical movie you know, like for the Disney Channel. Right. And so like, but then of afterwards, extent, yeah. it like even with High School Musical and stuff, it like, they're pretty much like the same, you know, white characters. Uh, yeah, I mean, they have, they so, have some more diverse have, people yeah, in High School Musical. Yeah, but it's interesting how the first one is really, really diverse. Right. So. Yeah, for sure. Really, but we do, do we ever learn why they're the Cheetah Girls? They just like. They never say that. I know they say at one point, like the Cheetah's so. the fastest animal in the jungle. <laughs> 
And like that's what, but there's not like like a, why they call themselves that. Yeah, there's not like, like after an experiment gone wrong. <laughs> <the> Peregrine Falcon <laughs> girls. Not only fastest, but also fiercest. We have oh, to mention yes. the word fierce frequently throughout the series. Yes, oh, for okay. sure. Roar. Um, yeah, we never learned their origin story as if like they all get bit by a radioactive <laughs> cheetah or something, <laughs> and then they get really good at singing. <laughs> also, it's odd that like all of their classmates acknowledge them as cheetahs. Like, the newspaper girl refers to them as cheetahs when she wants to interview them. Well, cheetahs, please go to the principal's office. (laughs) Right. They made me think of those, like, serious horse girls growing up, or, like, serious (laughs) cat girls, like, want to wear a tail, be a cat. But, like, it's cool, I guess, because they're cheetahs. It's a little different than, yeah. I was a porcupine kid growing up. It was a (laughs) very interesting experience. All porcupines, please go to the the office. Porcupine Um, boy. What was that? That was a cheetah. That was an A2 bomber. <laughs> that did sound like a, a jet go by. Anyway, yeah. it is an airplane hangar that we're recording in. Sorry. We'll, we'll talk about this out. Um, well, I was interesting looking at sort of the, the, the facts for the first movie is that during the casting auditions for the film, the singer Solange Knowles, Beyonce's oh. sister, was originally cast to play the role of Aqua. Uh, her father and manager, Matthew Knowles, who's known for, like, kind of creating Destiny's Child in a lot of their careers, uh, pulled her out of the film due to the production and promotion of Solange's first album, Solo Star. Um, the little role was given to uh, Keely Williams. Am I saying that right? Or Kylie? Um, I think it's Keely. Yeah, Keely. Mm-hmm. And who was in a girl group called 3LW uh, with uh, Adrian Bellion. I'm also saying that wrong, probably. Adriana? Is it Adriana? Adriana? Adrian? Adrian Bellion. Adrian? Um, the film was directed by... Sorry, the first Adrian. film <laughs> was directed by Oz Scott and was produced by none other than Whitney Houston, everybody. Mm, wow. I want to dance with oh somebody. Yeah. Which now makes a lot of sense watching yeah. it. I was like... Because the character of Drinka, they're like... Yeah talent yeah. show person is basically like the Whitney Houston of it. That's interesting that uh, Solange was in it because in the Destiny Child because yeah. I don't know like that de- like Destiny's Child definitely reminds me of like the Cheetah Girls so I don't know if there's any relation in there or Equally I don't know. Wanted to get yeah. her yeah, yeah. right because they have it's groups like homage. TLC and mm-hmm. stuff like that well mm-hmm. I think because the biggest group that this is spinning off of is the Pussycat uh, Dolls and uh, Spice Girls. Those are the two that come to mind when I'm like, oh, this is right. what we're trying to do, like a PG version of that. And especially because we've, I mean, there's like boy bands obviously were big big around this time too, but it's oh, yeah. not a, now I'm trying to think like, like Joe Bros? Mine, yeah. Joe Bros? I'm oh, here yeah. for an episode on that too. Okay. First concert ever. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. They set the bar real high. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Was it the best concert you've ever been to? I don't know. I mean... It, no, but it, it would make the top five. Okay. Oh, you've been to a lot of concerts. Wow. She's you've been, been to, like, two, right? Yeah, you've yeah, been I to, like, have zero concerts yeah. that you were talking about in the Zach top. and Cody episode. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting because I feel like my, my biggest problem watching the first film is that it feels like... It's a bunch of music videos, and they try to put a story in, in between it all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, because the music videos are good, and the music is amazing, but it does feel like, oh, we've got to like interloop this somehow. Because um, a lot, of, you can even tell like the sh- how their shot is different. They have a lot of those more like fisheye lens, like looking into the camera type thing. Very two thousands, very two thousands, um, and nineties, yeah. yeah. But it definitely feels like there's that. That was the biggest problem to me. It was like with a lot of musicals too, where it's like, oh. And now we're going to sing. And it's like, we got to find a way. Mama Mia is probably the biggest culprit of that. Something I love about the DCOM is it's like just an hour and a half long, which right. is like perfect length of a movie unless it's like a great film. But mm-hmm. um, I was watching it. And as a child, you don't care. As an adult, you're like, wait, we were in downtown New York City and now we're in the talent show. 
and you're like, right. we are in the cafeteria, and now we're like somewhere else all of a sudden, and there's no segue or like montage of us going there, which Smash is cut. perfectly Talent fine, show. but it's just right. like yeah. one place to the next really choppy right. to insert a new music video. Yeah. Talking about choppy editing, that scene where Raven uh, is like going crazy after after like they got the the record, not the deal, oh, but with the Jackie Johnson when, when they're no, Jackal. When, Jackal. yeah when they're He's, in the um, what a what a name. But when, when they're <laughs> in the cafeteria, his name in a minute. <laughs> when they're in the cafeteria, and everyone's like talking to them, and she's like, "That's some crazy editing in that scene." There's a lot of editing to like a yeah, yeah. Jackal Johnson, I wrote, I said, is it, is his name foreshadowing? Because is the Jack, isn't the Jackal an animal that Whoa. preys on other animals? What? And he's attacking the cheetah girl. I didn't even think about this. Yeah. How that's a good point. <laughs> I was really looking into it for some. I thought he was there trying to make fun of Jack Johnson. Oh, that could but, also be funny. Yeah. Also, Jackal with his tiny, like, light blue tinted oh. sunglasses holding a palm pilot. Is iconic. <laughs> and I also wrote down Palm Pilot walked so Google Calendar could run. Yeah. <laughs> Google Calendar. He's you got do love a, your Google Calendar. He's got a I perfect look. look. Yeah, those glasses. Yeah. Killer. He's it's like, like any the bling. tool from early 2000s. Right. It looks like a hacker, oh. a hacker in like the Matrix movies or something. <laughs> he looks like Lance Bass and JC Chavez from NSYNC <laughs> combined did some hard drugs for a year. And now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now he's baby doll. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Early 2000s Disney has the possibility to be like really realistic, and I think this movie gets there with a lot of stuff, like Doriana's backstory and things like that. But then they do stuff where it's like, oh, we see a poster of a pop star we like, so let's just move out and start dancing. And you're like, and everyone watches and they're like, yeah. It was a TikTok dance before TikTok even existed. Exactly. Like, let's just do it. And I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this, but that's a decom thing. I, I don't know. There's a lot of tropes with that. My biggest trope that I've noticed with decom movies is that they're very slow. Mm. They're very, very, very slow. Um, especially stuff like I watched. Uh, uh, is it Wendy Wu's Week Homecoming Warrior? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's a wow. slow movie. It's very <laughs> it's slow. Meditative. It's meditative. <laughs> it's more of a Terrence Malick kind of. Bit. Um, yeah, no, it's yeah. And so there's movies like that. Like High School Musical has a lot of energy to it. And Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff. Oh my gosh, love Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff. <laughs> Academy Award winning ended. <laughs> Um, that has a lot of energy to it. But in general, they're pretty slow. And I feel like the first Cheetah Girls movie felt that way. And the second one, things get speeding up. They're mm. more... There's well, more storylines, They're more too. talking yeah. to each other. There's a lot of, like, dialogue back and forth between yeah. each other. Now, again, I, the third one I can't speak to. I don't know what happens. Do they ever speak, like, where's the, where's Raven? <laughs> I think it's mentioned, but... Okay. I, I looked up because... After I, that I just looked up the Wikipedia. <laughs> I looked up the on Wikipedia because I wanted to know how did they just kind of casually right. write her out. Yeah. And the first sentence was, like, while she's at Cambridge, the other <laughs> girls decide to whatever. I was like, oh, okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. While she pursues a solo music career, the rest of us will go to India. Which feels completely out of character. But um, So the interesting thing is the lines that I've written down here that are just the most expositioning lines ever. At some point, when Jackal Johnson comes into the... Okay, first of all, is is the talent show at their school? Or is it just at another theater? Because I'm like, this is a nice school... It is unclear because we jump from place to place. <laughs> exactly. But so they like, say, like, no freshman's ever won the town. So I assume yeah. right. it's, like, yeah. connected to... 
But it, it's a big building. Like, it's a giant theater. And I'm like, that's a nice art school for sure. But well, they do a- go to a magnet school. <laughs> they do. Uh, they make true. a point of that. I was going to say, it's a Disney Channel school, so it's got to be, like, unrealistic. important. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, right. this art school. That high school musical cafeteria. Right. Right. And then later, the hallway in High School Musical 3, that turns into the Inception hallway, where it just starts spinning <laughs> around. Oh, this school, we got to fix the building in here. Um, Jackal Johnson, after the, after the character of... Um, <laughs> Christopher Nolan walked, so yeah. can you take a <laughs> while we're on the subject? Uh, after, the, after the character Drinko is like, Jackal Johnson, what are you doing here? His response is, well, when I see that talent show banner hanging outside, I want to be back walking these halls. Best line... <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. That's his reasoning is so if I'm a multi-million dollar platinum producer, <laughs> stop the car. <laughs> there's a talent show. There's a school talent show going on. We've got to go. Um, and at one point, Raven's mom says, um, there must be some kind of misunderstanding. You see, singing is just some fun side thing for our girls. They're not professionals. It's like these are perfect villain lines that I love so much. If we're going to say great lines, at the... Um, after they go and see what Jackal wants them to do with these, like, puppets and everything. Oh, yeah. Um, Galleria says there was drama. There were masks involved. And I, of course, made my husband watch the first movie with me the other night. And he said, well, that sounds like 2020. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was drama. drama. There were masks involved. So I was looking for a gif of that. But, of course, no one has done that because why would they? Hey, if you're out there and you make some cool gifts, yeah. let us know. And send it send to it us. Over. Email us. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the interesting thing is that the whole message is about, like, staying true to your own creative stuff mm. and don't let other contracts and stuff that seem too good to be seen get into the way. This is the first movie. But at the same time, isn't that kind of what Disney is doing with the Cheetah Girls? Like, they mm. kind of already own the Cheetah Girls and they're able to, like, like, they didn't have a tour or music plan before the movie and then it got so big. So then they put them on tour and all this music stuff. So it's, like, it's weird when you do a message about, like how corporations kind of can control you when right. you are a giant massive corporation <laughs> right. like Disney. Yeah, it's the same with like uh with the boys. Like the show we've talked about where the whole thing is about mm. like oh, like all these uh oligopolies are taking over there but it's like it's created by Amazon. So it's like <laughs> now this doesn't like oh yeah. This doesn't count anymore as your point. I feel like that's what Disney does with their uh talents though. They're like, "Okay, you can act. Well, let's make you also sing and then yeah. let's yeah. Make a bunch of merchandise with face on it. Three seasons of a show, and then we'll get you yeah. a, a record. Right, you get a record, and then you're and then, on your own. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, um, and it's very interesting about how many of them make it out and how mm-hmm. they make it out. It's yeah. interesting for sure. And then um, there's some that just kind of fade. You know, right? Like they fade don't out. Make any or, music. and more of them that are just like, you know what? That was a point in my life, and I don't think I want to do it anymore. Yeah, but that's fine. You know, because I think you know, I think for the most part, it seems like people have enjoyed it. But we'll get to that later with Cheetah Girls coming up. Um, the, Come my up favorite Radio Disney. <laughs> Do you remember Radio Disney? I used to have the app. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, I definitely wow. remember it. I remember it. I don't know if I had it, but I definitely remember going to like my friend's car that had like Sirius XM, and I'm like, we gotta go to Radio Disney. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> We gotta go to radio. <laughs> like rocking back and forth in the back seat. <laughs> I just want to turn the knob and tune Gnawing it on the seatbelt. Like radio, <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta go. Okay, the climax of this film is maybe the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. That's of the a, first movie. Such a right turn. <laughs> Where I remember not being impressed by where it, being Raven, Raven by is from the sees the poster of the, you know the cheetah girls and the mask and everything 
And then let's go of the dog, Toto. And Toto <laughs> runs into a hole. <laughs> I'm going to explain what happened. Runs into a hole. She's like, we've got to save my dog who's stuck in a hole, right? The news shows up. <laughs> Firemen. Firemen, the police, and the SWAT team show up for a dog stuck in a hole. Um, this is this is from Letterboxd. One person did did write this review. Uh, no shade or disrespect, but I was watching this at home on the news, and a dog fell into the hole. And then these teen girls wearing matching velour tracksuits started a whole performance for the crowd that it's somehow gathered. My thought would not be, oh... They're so talented. My thought would be they planned this and they threw that dog in the hole. <laughs> Don't forget that in the middle of the talent show, the news footage gets right. like fuck, like just projected, right. uh, and everyone's like, "Oh, we gotta go outside now." <laughs> what in the world? I will say, if my dog falls in a hole and I'm trying to help her, I want a SWAT team there. Yeah, I want a SWAT team. Yes. I want to sing to it, and it will come yes, out. But you have yeah. a very sweet golden retriever, <laughs> a dog that anybody would want to save. Yeah, yeah, not the mouth dog. Puffball. Um, the other thing is, I think it is newsworthy that they all managed to show up there in the same matching outfit. Right. Like, yeah. What? Oh my gosh. Pre we're like right. texting, like pre right. cell phone coordination. Mm. I think that's having the cheetah girl spirit. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> it's one know. of the ten. Maybe it was part of the creed. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen the third movie. Did they deal with that more? Like, like we need to f- meet with the spirit of the cheetah. <laughs> <laughs> they must say on. They're probably the season. cheetah girls. <laughs> but that's another inconsistency. So they're dancing downtown New York. They've just saved mm-hmm. the dog Toto. And then all of a sudden they're winning the talent show at school. And there's no connection of like, how did we get all of these people from busy right. New York City down to school? Right. Also, I like how they just win. Like, right. they, they're not even yeah. in the talent they're not show. They're even in the show. <laughs> and the winner is, because it's like the guy that uh, is has the romance with Raven mm-hmm. and then his friend are the one who like give him the award. Like, hey, I know. Yeah. And they're like totally okay that these people who were not even competing right. won and they're fine with it. Right. And they, they even had, like, they were like, we have real instruments in our show. Yeah. So, interesting enough. But I, yes. I was going to say, I was surprised finding out that they did hip-hop, because from the, what they sounded like, I thought they were, like, going to do a guitar. Right, and like, like a rock band. Rock band or something, because they said real real music, real instruments, <laughs> right. and then they're just, like, playing a, like <laughs> a beat <laughs> DJ, and I'm like, what? Yeah. So. Uh, it's it's kind of funny on the subject of the talent show that the fact that, like, the goal and the, and the big moment of the movie is, like, Okay, they won a high school talent show. <laughs> right. And it makes me think of high school musical, mm-hmm. which you know, which might be a big deal. But then you think of high school musical and the end of that, yeah. and that's like that song was for their callback audition <laughs> right. for the play. We don't even know they get the part <laughs> until the next movie when right. they right. And there's to still it. people watching it too. They're yeah, in the audience so like clapping along. The stadium's full or the auditorium's full. Right. So I mean the, the director could have been like, hey, that was lovely. Still giving it to uh, sharp <laughs> to right. siblings here. Right? You want to give a real ending? Yeah. The director being Kenny Ortega again. Yeah, yes. Kenny Ortega, who also did, we'll have to get at some point, the Hannah Montana 3D <laughs> concert film. Wow. You remember that? Oh. No. He, also, <laughs> no. he also directed Michael Jackson's comeback this, this tour. Is this yeah. is it, yeah. That's oh, right, wow. and a couple episodes of Gilmore Girls. So Kenny Aww. Ortega, if he wants to come on the show, yes. we should definitely get him on because he's kind is of directed a lot. Loving? Uh, yes. <laughs> Let's check. Someone make sure Kenny Ortega survived Kenny Ortega. 2020. Let me check Twitter. We can, uh, we can edit all this I out, right? got the call. It's Kenny, uh, Alhambra. Yeah. He wants to talk to <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's, he's oh, 71. Oh, good, good, good. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, he's still alive. Uh, he also helped direct the uh, a Winter Olympics ceremony in 2002. Oh, huh. So good for him. He was part of directing, and he didn't direct the whole thing. And that was in that was in Salt Lake, right? Anyone? Sure. Know? Which one? <laughs> that it, good. it was in our Salt Lake. <laughs> Everyone in Salt Lake. We had the Olympics here. Um, and then he's also been dis- <laughs> d- directing the Descendants movies right now. Right. Oh yeah. Not the George Clooney movie with Alexander Payne and Shailene Woodley, but um, the ones where it's like they're, they're like Disney's. the villains. Yeah, Dove Cameron's in it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Hocus Pocus. Wait, really? That second one or the first one? The first Hocus like Pocus. The first one. And Newsies with uh, Christian Bale. So this guy's been around with a lot of the Disney stuff, man. He's really popular. Um, But yeah, going back to the fashion, it has this thing of like in the 2000s, there was this thing where I've definitely noticed where it was like you have a long sleeve shirt on and then you have either another shirt, like a t-shirt on top of it or a vest Mm. and then some kind of hat. And there was a lot of scarves going on in this movie too. That is the look that when we first watched it was like, that's the 2000s. Yeah. I got it right there. The, uh, and Dorinda's gloves. hand warmers. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's that, that's the, I think I, I, without the velour track suits, I think that would be the other thing that I'm like, yeah, they got that figured out exactly. And then, of course, a lot of cheetah print stuff, which I feel like this movie kind of maybe started in terms of like the look. If you look at the che- uh, Cheetah Girls wiki, <laughs> like the background being like, Purple, pink, and mm. with the le- with the cheetah stripes dots. That's just exactly what I think of when I think of yeah. I think I saw that around after the cheetah girls mm-hmm. at a lot of different places. They also the tiny sunglasses. Everyone had them on. Galleria had that one pair of tiny sunglasses. She kept putting on and off when she was being sassy and leaving everyone <laughs> mm-hmm. else out of the group. And someone even mentioned it. Like, where'd she get those glasses? And I was like, at least we're acknowledging that like somehow these They're glasses so have come onto the scene. But yeah, yeah lots that's of tiny so, sunglasses. That's so tight. Yeah, you can't say. What was the other one that you can't say? You can't say it's. Oh. Um, it's not cool anymore. Not hip. I don't remember. Oh yeah, her mom. Getting ready for her date. I can't remember. She's got to say that's tight instead of something That's else. bomb. Um, I think it was, it's bomb. She said yeah. bomb and she said, you don't say bomb anymore. You say tight. Tight. Yeah. That's not true. People still say bomb. <laughs> I said the bomb.com now, that, but that comes Ooh. into a little bit later. Mom, that's on fleek is what you want to be saying. <laughs> um, Fetch vibes. the remake. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think the interesting thing about the music in this movie, like I was saying earlier, I feel like the music came first and then the movie um, is that the music is so good that I'm more like willing to like let's get to the mm. parts where we're singing because the, the songs are quite good. Um, one interesting thing is that the song Cinderella, which is used as their audition song, <laughs> which is great, is not actually a Cheetah Girls song, and is it a cover of a Swedish uh, pop group? Oh my gosh! So, yeah, so I feel uh, really betrayed by that information. <laughs> she <laughs> said she wrote it. Yeah. It just yeah. ruined a lot of people's day. <laughs> no one's like uh, first of all mine. I shazammed you singing, and uh, this is not your song. Um, I wrote in my notes while watching, Cinderella is still a banger. Yeah, it's still a banger. And it then, is. um, I know there's, there's one song on the second one. I think is it called like, Stretch. Um, is there when stretched? they're walking down the street of Barcelona? I, well, there's the one that's like Amiga's Cheetahs. Amiga's Cheetahs is what that they do one is really good. Yeah. There's a lot of more like Gloria Estefan kind of vibes in the mm. second one, which is good if you like that sort of like mix of like Latin and pop. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what the second, the third one was, but I know it's more of a Bollywood thing. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's sort of the mixed thing there. There's some like Bollywood or some sort of Indian 
tones in there. Okay. And instruments. I yeah. Remember. Well, Disney Channel's huge in India, and yeah. they have a lot of their... They do. They remake a lot of shows. Like we've talked about, they have a remake of That's So the Raven Zach, in the India. Zach and Cody Sweet, remake. Yep, there's a Sweet Life, Zach and Cody remake oh in India. So, yeah, I, I think a lot of it was over there. Because I remember when High School Musical came out, it was huge in India because they, uh, they put it in Hindi. And it was so big that that was like one of the things that they put it at international markets and then they exploded and they had oh, no wow. the, the sequels. Would um, not have known. Yeah. Um, the CD for the for the Cheetah Girls, the first movie, had not been promoted at all, and yet it sold so much that it became the the second best soundtrack of 2004, right behind <laughs> Shrek 2, the soundtrack <laughs> for Shrek 2. Which so, is a really good soundtrack. Which is yeah. really good. And they has, originally were not going to make it a... Like its own album, right? Right. They were just like, yeah. it's just the movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because it became such a success that they mm-hmm. um, put it together. Um, after the, the first album, Rain Simone decided to focus on Dose doing her solo work, leaving the trio behind. Um, and a lot of uh, a lot of the music that we see later on, because they have... They recorded two albums just as the Cheetah Girls. One of them being a one just called TCG. TCG, so they're trying to do the TLC kind of thing. And then that was just with the trio. And then um, with the the Christmas album, A Cheetalicious Christmas, mm-hmm. the holiday album included classic Christmas songs as well as several original songs, uh, one of which was co-written by all three girls. It's uh, called A Cheetalicious Christmas, which was on Radio Disney. Back to that. And um, the music video was then shown on Disney Channel many times. And the second single from the album, Five More Days Till Christmas, was also a Disney Radio Disney single as well. Um, but it was also around this time, around 2006, that Raven Simone's yeah. involvement got pretty scarce due to bigger projects that she was up to doing. She was in the, uh, it was when she was making that movie with uh, Martin. College Road Trip? College Road Trip. Oh. Yeah. That's one of the biggest wow. bombs in Disney history. Yeah, it's uh, it came out also like January, which is normally when studios put a movie out because they're like, we don't want this anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, she definitely got to do more stuff. Um, so when did when did that so Raven end? That so Raven ended. Hang on, like two thousand eight, like no? or so. Just did an episode or later. About it. I know, it's just two thousand seven. So <laughs> she continued to do that because around two thousand seven is when they were also doing like so, that's so sweet life of Hannah Montana, right. like that kind mm-hmm. of right. mixture. So, so she would have been so like Cheetah Girls, and then she's doing the show, and then also at that point focusing on just like solo <laughs> career, yeah. right? And, and she's doing her own, and then the show ends, and then she's the movie. yeah. But yeah, no, it's interesting because a lot of the music videos that were filmed specifically for this movie and then edited Mm -hmm. as their own music videos is so obvious that it just makes sense that they would be able to market it as music. I feel like I heard it more as music than I did it before I saw any of the other advertising for it. I remember being really excited when Disney did the music videos as commercials and it Mm -hmm. was either Cheetah Girls or Jesse McCartney. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, he came on in uh in The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody and sang Beautiful Soul. Yes. Yeah, yes, I was did. at Disney a couple mo- years ago and they were playing that around and I was okay. like, "Oh man, here we <laughs> go." As the Cheetah Girls, as Raven kind of left the Cheetah Girls, mm-hmm. they left kind of just the trio um as their own group because then they ended up doing a full tour. Um did right. you want to oh, yeah. take it from here? Okay. From <laughs> Yeah, from what I from what I gathered, they uh, they basically had like three big main tours. Uh, the first one being the Cheetalicious Christmas tour, which was to promote, promote that Cheetalicious Cheetalicious Cheetalicious. Man, none of us can speak today. <laughs> Cheetalicious <laughs> Christmas. You know, uh, a pitch perfect. Real words. All the uh, Aka like Aka, puns, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, all that. This is the same yeah. thing. 
man, I'll talk about that, but then I guess it's outside the scope of the podcast. <laughs> I, I love, I love that movie. Yeah, I really like that movie. Um, yeah, I watched it like two weeks ago. With <laughs> I think I watched it like three out. times in one week, the first time I seen it, because I saw the trailers and I was like, this doesn't look very good. And then the, I watched it like, this movie's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so. And he just rewatched it again. <laughs> and then right rewatched after. it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyway, so the the Christmas tour. So that, during that Christmas tour, that was like a, a shorter tour. It's kind of small. Um, and they had Allie and AJ, who were other oh, these yeah. other like Disney personalities moving into Cowbells, the music. So yeah, good. is that a decom? Cowbells. That, yes. that's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. Also had that oh. one recorded think, on a home VHS. All right. One of them. A couple of them were in like different ones too. Um, oh, right. There one was one did, about like yeah. magic. Allie was, was in Phil um, of the Future. Phil of the Future, mm-hmm. right? Um, so they had like Allie and AJ and the Jonas Brothers showed up for a few of these uh, early, early Jonas Brothers. Yeah, early Joe Bros. Is that the, know, maybe they still had their show or maybe like the movie? The that, the show comes start. way later. Jonas way was later. late. Yeah, yeah, um, but had it on DVD. I, yeah, there you go. <laughs> still do. Um, yeah, the show definitely came around. And then the other big thing out of the Jonas Brothers was they did similar to as we'll get to the Shooter Girls in a second, but they would like do a cover of a song or like mm-hmm. have a song and then they would put it in another new Disney movie coming out. So, like, the big thing for is, like, the Jonas Brothers did a cover of Kids in America that was in the movie Re- Meet the Robinsons. Not Your Family, the Robinsons. Right, but, right. Because um, they sang Year 3000. Right, yeah. Right. So For Meet the Robinsons also. Yeah. This is also the round the SOS music video, which is yes. one of the best videos ever. But yes. they take over a cruise ship. Continue. Uh, after the Christmas tour, the next one was the Party's Just Begun tour. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, which went from uh, 2006 to 2007. And I... Went to it? No. <laughs> but as I was reading... I have live footage. <laughs> I, I'm very excited about, about this. Recorded <laughs> on his Razor phone. Yeah. The storyline of... The, I Wait. Storyline. The storyline of this show was that Dr. Cool Cats... Played by Mitchell Musso. Oh, Musso? from what? Hannah Montana. Wow. Yeah, so I, I, he looked familiar. I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah. know who that was. but From um, Monster House? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. So Dr. Cool Cats uh, <laughs> sends the girls on a mission to gather the ingredients for growl power. Now, there are three. I okay. Wanna, I want to let you all guess. Is it Sugar Spice, Everything Nice, and, and Experiment X? Uh, no. Okay. But those are good guesses. No, they're um, not because they're wrong. Are they so, tangible <laughs> items or are they? Oh, they are definitely not tangible. <laughs> right, everyone in the audience, we need to go find them. So we need, so we need three ingredients and they are it's kind like of ideas. Crux. So uh, give, your, <laughs> give your guesses. Definitely start. fierceness has to be one. We mentioned the word fierce too Fierceness much. is not one of the ingredients. <gasps> oh, dang it. Oh. Is one of them guess? inside Harry Potter? And is it the lightning? <laughs> <laughs> A phoenix that's feather? Why, that's why we can never find them. A horcrux. Andre, uh, you have any guesses? I don't know. So we, it's not fierce. Fierceness is not one. Girl power? I don't know. No, 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 no. They are not tangible items. They're not tangible. So it's not items. like a stretch tomer. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, ooh, I don't. I I can't think of oh, anything. Man. Confidence. Confidence. You're on the right track. Oh, but no. Courage. No. Dang, I'm out. Materialism. <laughs> Humble. Materialism. <laughs> I was originally gonna guess like cheetah spots, but. Okay, well, okay. Hit us with it, Doctor Cool Cats. Ingredients are dreams, love, and friendship. Okay, friendship. We should have guessed. And they find the ingredients by singing and dancing to their crowds. Wow. Oh, I got you. So that that was a bigger tour, and that involved Miley Cyrus was there. Everlife. 
Wow. Who I think that sounds familiar. Jordan Pruitt, who I don't know who that is. But oh. this tour was, again, remember, like 2006, 2007. Vanessa Hudgens was also oh, what's an act there. Very cool. And then a couple other people that don't have links on Wikipedia, so I can only assume <laughs> they didn't pan out. They didn't. Um, Michael Buble. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, Dream Concert Reunion Tour. Just put them together. Michael Buble, Hannah Montana. What's that like? Ke- dollar sign, huh? Or whatever. What yeah, is that? Yeah, from Glee, when he talks That's about, Ke- the principal talks about Kesha, and he says, singing Tick and also Talk by K, dollar sign, huh? Did she, <laughs> did she, did she come up with TikTok before anybody else? <gasps> yeah. TikTok. What a classic song. If only she would have, like, trademarked it. I know, right? Yeah. If you're really waking, hey, if you're waking up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy, email us at Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> If you send us a video, if you are yourself brushing Diddy, your teeth yeah. with a bottle of Jack. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to have a slumber party in my basement. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, you're going to have to edit that. All right. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, they also had a bunch of merchandise, which was the other yeah. big thing that was like kind of everywhere, especially like um, before it was called Justice Limited 2. Justice. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. They did have one more tour. I never tour, went in there, but. <laughs> they did have one more tour. The oh, one really? World tour. Oh, was that part oh, that of the was Bollywood after the third one? Movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just that, I'm done with that. that. I just want to mention yeah. they okay. did have that, that third one. The, the <laughs> second one was... Well, and also that tour <clears throat> netted like $10 million. I don't know. Wow. They, oh, so wow. They, so they made bank on something. Right. Wow. That's the thing. Like Looking at the viewership for like the first couple of movies, it's like 20 million views. Or and this the, is a the Disney Channel just begun movie. tour, um, from what I see, $23 million. Jeez. Wow. Just on the tour? Dang. I'm glad you mentioned limited too, though. I didn't want to bring it up being in the only female in the room of dudes because I figured you've never been in there. I think I've only been in there like twice because it was way oh. too expensive. We did not shop there, I and mean, also like yeah. kind of odd looking clothing to dress your young child in. Yeah. Truthfully. But it was very much like if you take the Cheetah Girls outfits and put them on a 10-year-old, that's limited, too. <laughs> yeah. I've been in a Claire's, which is different. Oh, yeah. But uh, that's more of if you get your ears pierced and you can get earrings. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. That's where you got your ears pierced? Yeah, back. that's where these, you see these yeah. ears earrings that I got? Yeah. Why that? Bold to go for the Jack- Jack- I know that you Jack- keep, you keep earrings. putting your hand over your eyes because you're like, it's so shiny. Oh. <laughs> Don't hate on Claire's. I got all my ears pierced. Yeah. yeah. I hate on Claire's. Hey, what if we get our first actual sponsorship from Claire's? <laughs> <laughs> Just from Free K. Free piercing. <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah, anyway, merchandise. You was talking merchandise. Do you yeah. want to take it away? Um, so there was merchandise for this movie. Uh, they, for some reason, just had like a partnership with Sears. So everything that they released, <laughs> was Cheetah Girls tires, a in Sears, <laughs> Cheetah Girls fridge. <laughs> no, but they did have a toothbrush. Yeah, your Cheetah Girls lawnmowers. <laughs> but, Runs on uh, growl power, girl. Oh Brooke and Decker is gonna be working with. <laughs> I couldn't find too much. Uh, you know, like, the the Cheetah Girls clothes. But it's basically just, like, you know, prints of right. shirts with the Cheetah Girls Those on them. Those look fake for they, some reason. They look, right. I think they're, like, re, they're um like reprints, kind of. Oh, okay. But it's, because like, I can't, I couldn't find any of, like, the original. Hmm. But it also, like, said, like, Cheetah Girls-inspired clothing. So I don't know if there was, oh. like, outfits from the movie. <laughs> Counterfeit. Or, Got it. Yeah. C-H-E-A-T. <laughs> This is why um, Sears is now out of business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you'd be glad to know that there's actually a cheetah three Cheetah Girls video games. Three? I'm sorry, what? what? Yes. I, 
So I'm very glad to know the this. The first yeah, game thank you. was in 2006. It was a Game Boy Advance game. Mm-hmm. And uh, the player controls the band and their destiny to compete in the new voices competition in Barcelona, Spain. You control to their do this. destiny. To do this, the you power. play as each cheetah girl to find an agent, mix and match clothes to make your own outfits, choreograph new dance moves, design and create your own music demo tracks, and much more. Wow. Yeah. I'm really sad I didn't know about that. That's the cover. I want to say oh it's a speed gosh. run of the Cheetah Girls Game Boy Advance <laughs> game. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm reading this real quick. Wait, what? First, first then, person uh, shooter? What? Was so <laughs> you you play up. as Toto. <laughs> You're trying to get out of the hole in the ground. <laughs> you have to kill the competition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, and then it was so successful, there was a sequel. Cheetah Girls Pop Star Sensations in 2007. Okay. Uh, and this was for the Nintendo DS. So uh, players help Gal- Galleria, is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Galleria, Chanel, Aqua, and Dorinda practice picture. their unique talents of songwriting. And then you can see some of the gameplay in there. She's literally talking to Toto in the game. Yeah. Um, uh, so singing, fashion, dance. Girls take on the role of stylist, selecting new outfits for the Cheetah Girls and sharing them with friends. And then there was a third game for, it's called Passport to You might know it as Call of Duty Black Ops. <laughs> <laughs> Direct tie-in. Uh, and then it just picks up where the last movie oh, left the, off. The, the, yeah. the one in world India? one. Yeah, yeah, so they just Boom. are in India. It looks sort of like a Dance Dance Revolution with like hit the arrows yeah. at the right time. There also was a, I couldn't find anything on it, but there was like a pad game you too. You one of these games for Christmas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Instead of the new Call of Duty. Well, that's the prize, right? That's what the prize is. Um, there was also a doll line. Uh, very, you know, Barbie girl inspired. Oh, wow. oh yeah. That looks like I, almost I like... I think I remember these seeing are, those. These look really recent, actually. But um, And then there was a Why do you know that, Alejandro? Do you own some? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> moving on. Uh, but there was a toothbrush, too, that would play the Cheetah Girls song. I distinctly remember the tooth tunes thing where yeah. it was like you could like brush your teeth and it would like play songs yeah. in your mouth to encourage you to Do they still sell those them. asking for a friend? <laughs> <laughs> the song Shake a, Shake a Tail Feather, which is the song they recorded for the oh, movie yeah. Chicken Little. So yeah. also in that movie. Beautiful. If you remember that one. Um, Only available in the black market. <laughs> Hey, do you want to buy a second toothbrush? <laughs> Opens up giant jacket. Um, Lightly used. Uh. <laughs> um, so there's one last thing I kind of want to talk about, not to kill the mood or anything, but unless you had some st- other stuff to add. Um, I don't think so. Other than I went to bed singing Strut last night from the second nice. movie, and wow. I don't regret it. <laughs> I was going to sing s- me a lullaby. <laughs> Well, I don't know Play where to fit again, this Sam. in, but I wanted to mention how um, Aqua's the, uh, the the Texan one. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I love how her character arc is that she doesn't want to take the Metro, and then she takes the Metro. And that's her oh, character right. arc in the first and movie. And then like she's yeah. like, I don't want to take a taxi. They're dangerous and gross. And then at the end, she's like, how did you get here so fast? And she's <laughs> like, I took the Metro. Yeah. Right. And that's her character arc. She would have been She's prepared. redeemed in the second movie. She gets yeah. a little bit more interesting, but arguably still could be done without. <laughs> I wonder if Solange played that character, if it would have changed anything. Oh. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so, 
According to Wikipedia's and also what I could read, there was a bit of a feud kind of between the Cheetah Girls, um, which kind of was why Raven left. Not completely. Um, she said, although catfights and uh, territorial issues were initially stated to be the reasons uh, Raven Simone left, uh, she, she did not appear in the fil- film, f- third film due to feeling excluded and ostracized on the set of the second film, likely due to the fact that the three other girls had spent so much time together doing all this touring mm-hmm. and CD and record work. Um, and then, you know, now that she's like, has to come back in in the second movie, mm-hmm. it was sort of very strange. Well, there's um, a rumor that on the second movie, Keeley and uh, Raven, like, fought, like, had an actual altercation. Right. Yeah, so oh, Aqua yeah. and Chanel apparently mm-hmm. are not friends in real life and have yeah. uh have some wounds to heal in order if we, we want a reunion to happen um so the, the gritty cheetah girls reboot that we all are <laughs> looking for so it starts with like raven simone johnny cash logan style like yeah johnny kick this heroin <laughs> habit before i can record a new track we were talking about it should take place in the jungle oh Ooh. now that's a movie what are we some kind of cheetah girls <laughs> 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 oh my god but yeah no I like how the, really the impact of this being a diverse female power group uh, with girls from all walks of lives and families is just super cool and I mean like the realism of like the yeah. relationship between uh, Gariella and her mom is something that you don't really see in Disney mm-hmm. channels or just Disney stuff in general anymore yeah. um but yeah, yeah, she had like two married parents who like love each other, also love her, yeah. right? And want what's best for. Her, mm-hmm. Which watching it as an adult, you're like, oh man, her parents are right. And as a kid, yeah. you're like, let her sing, right? So exactly, yeah. Um, yeah and the message of, the, of it being like that stardom is attainable as long as you remember the close and personal like relationships that are more important. So. Um, the group staying, to, staying together, as always, is the main goal of the series. This female support shown in the movies communicated the idea of feminism to young girls watching, I think, is really cool. And the music of the group speaks for friends for life and sisters and sisterhood. Um, and just, you know, appreciation for other ethnicities. And, um, yeah, I think it's really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else to add about the Cheetah Girls? I think... It's the, the, the Are we going to discuss... Who is the best Cheetah Girl? Ooh, Ooh, good, good, good question. Oh, dang. I think there's a right answer, but I'll, I'll hear, oh, no, I'll hear that, from that the crowd. Oh, no, that puts some pressure on. Well, uh-huh. I was going to say, more I, research. I think Raven, uh, her vocals really changed, like, how they sound. Because in, in the, when they're not, when she's not in it, um, Adriana, is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She sure. has to kind of, like, ha- carry the lead vocals, but she doesn't have that, like, strong voice that Raven does. So... I, I think I'd go with Raven just because she kind of musically mm-hmm. carries the group, I feel. I want to go with Adriana. I think she's really good. I think she can sing and do a lot. I was going to say Aqua. Mm-hmm. Okay. As a kid, Dorinda was my favorite. Right. We, but so we I got all four. Think, oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think Adrian Bailon is the best cheetah girl. Mm, okay. Mm. Voice-wise. Yeah. Especially moving into the second one. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, you are a guest on our show, Emily, and you do get a prize. Of course, it is not here <laughs> because of complications with eBay. Anyway, oh, wow. your gift is the Cheetah Girls movie. <gasps> 
on VHS. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and now I feel bad that you were saying that you already have it on VHS. No, I think we got rid of all okay. of them. Okay. So well, this one is so still funny. sealed, so <laughs> it is coming to you, and we'll still make sure sealed. you get it. Wow. Yeah. Worth like a, how many millions of dollars do you have to pay for that? Well, <laughs> with our with our Claire's new sponsorship, yeah, you know, they were able to get us a little discount on it. Um, but well, before we do leave, I do want to do one little thing for the two of you. Uh, well, thank you, Emily, for coming on the show. <laughs> uh, but we, we are definitely a part of this as well. Um, I just got back from Universal Orlando Resort. I was just with a, uh, with oh. uh, past guest um, Luke Burchell, who was on our Drake and Josh episode. We had a yeah. great time and hanging out. I brought a gift for the two of you. Oh, my God. Big day. Let me ask you a question first off. How do you feel about the concept of family? Family? Let me restate it. I, do you want to live Family your... means Ohana. Okay. Oh, I was going to say, right let me restate it. Yeah. Do you like to live your life one quarter mile at a time? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So I got these magnets. <laughs> so I want to give you a little bit of a story of how I got these magnets. I was like, I've got to get something for the two get, get my two co-hosts while I'm here. I'm like, I'll get these magnets from the Fast and Furious Supercharge ride. Oh. Easily the worst ride at Universal Studios. Aww. It is one minute long, and it is just a screen, and you're in a bus. It's just a bunch of holograms, It's right? not fun. Yeah, anyway, um, I got it, and then I went to the front, and they said, um, and there's a problem with, like, it says it was, like, like 12 bucks or something like that, and then for some reason it came up as, like, more than that, and then uh, they were like, oh, I'm going to go get a manager, and the manager came and said, guess what? It's on us. You can have it. Wow. Oh, so I got my. it for free. You guys can decide which it's one fate. gets the gets Fast and Furious magnets. But those are yours for both of you. <laughs> like, they can go on your car? Well, are uh, they I don't know. Because that would be hilarious. We could do it. Gotta be a... You guys can decide which one you get, except, Jared, you get the one on the left. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jared, CRV with a Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, my God. My silence during this whole thing was my jaw had fallen that's up, true. and I was you sliding guys... down my, ca- yeah, my couch. Yeah, that's, that's it was... true. I was uh, so excited. Yes. This is amazing. Yeah. Uh, and your VHS will hopefully be here tomorrow. That's <laughs> We'll make exciting. sure we get you to it. But yes. Oh, um, my goodness. Any other last minute thoughts? No. Silence or <laughs> Cheetah Girls. Well, Cheetah Girls, Cheetalicious. Uh, if, yeah, if you like what you heard, email us at mostextremepodcast at gmail.com and then follow us on Twitter and Instagram with the handle Most Extreme Pod. And we'll see you next week. Oh, yeah. Did you want to any, Do you want to plug anything? You wanna... I don't think so. Okay. Everyone should listen to Cinderella <laughs> immediately. Yeah, turn this off. If you want any cross stitching, <laughs> we'll just play it as, as, the, as the episode ends. <laughs> And uh, uh, tuning us out with the sounds of Cinderella. (laughs) Mix 101.5. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. (laughs)